Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Political appointees at the State Department tried to fire career employees they thought did not support the president's policies. An agency whistleblower provided two House Democrats with email records. Congressman Elijah Cummings and Elliot Engel claim political staff described specific agency employees as leakers, troublemakers, and turncoats. The lawmakers request interviews with some of the politicals mentioned in the emails. Responding to complaints, Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke tells a House panel he's negotiated a lower price for a set of doors in his agency office. Last week, the Associated Press reported Interior was set to pay $139,000 for three sets of double doors. Zinke says the agency got the price down to $75,000, and a final contract hasn't been signed yet. Veterans Affairs Secretary David Shulkin says he regrets the distractions from recent reports of internal turmoil between VA and the White House. A forthcoming Inspector General report says Shulkin misused his security detail to perform personal errands. Shulkin says he uses his security detail in the same way as other cabinet secretaries. He says he's focused on improving veterans' health care. Shulkin says he's not getting pressure from the White House to move VA into the direction of privatization, but there is pressure to fix the current system. The House Oversight and Government Reform Committee approved several bills for improving transparency and federal information gathering and preservation. One would provide Congress and the public with more information about the cost government mandates. Another calls for updated rules for preserving electronic messages. A third would require agencies to publish all guidance documents on their websites. And the last would have agencies solicit, report on, and publish feedback from those affected by rules. The Defense Department says malicious hackers managed to steal the credit card numbers of several hundred people who'd been issued government travel cards. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The hack was first reported by CNBC, which says DOD's financial services provider, Citibank, had reported the criminal organization tried more than a million possible credit card number combinations and successfully guessed the account numbers belonging to more than 300 DOD employees. The bank and DOD say it appears a second level of security blocked the hackers from actually making any purchases with the cards, but it does appear that defense employees were specifically targeted. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence reveals its transformation plan and initiates a 100-day transition period. A deputy director will lead the transformation in each of the areas, topping the list, increased integration, and better collaboration. An interagency team researched ODNI's strengths and weaknesses to develop the new plan. This summer, DHS will solve the cloud cybersecurity challenge. In the next few weeks, the Office of Management and Budget and the Homeland Security Department will announce a series of pilots to make it easier for agencies to move to the cloud and meet network security policy. OMB and DHS will test out a revised approach to the Trusted Internet Connection, or TIC, initiative. Under TIC, all network traffic from the public internet must come through a set of hardware and software capabilities to detect cyber threats. Many agencies complained that the TIC approach caused traffic on their network to slow and made it more difficult to move to the cloud. The pilots also will help move away from the one-size-fits-all approach to tick. I'm Jason Miller. The American Federation of Government Employees files an unfair labor practice charge with the Federal Labor Relations Authority over the Education Department's implementation of new bargaining terms. Education announced it would implement them after months of failed negotiations with AFGE, even though the union didn't agree to them. The new terms include limitations on official time and AFGE's use of the department's office space and supplies. The new document doesn't include previous policies on telework and training that were included in the previous agreement. An FDA's move to regulate nicotine is partial fulfillment of an old quest. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Former Commissioner David Kessler, back in the Clinton administration, first proposed having the FDA regulate tobacco. But that gambit never took hold. The current commissioner, Scott Gottlieb, issues an advanced notice of proposed rulemaking to lower nicotine levels in cigarettes. 
It's part of a larger initiative rolled out last July to ultimately regulate tobacco. Congress gave FDA that authority in a 2009 law. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.